boys and girls. Welcome to another episode. Buckle up and chill. Hope you enjoy the show. I can't believe it's all like that. I can pass it over to you. I've been waiting all day for that podcast. Yo, 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 oh my goodness gracious, we are back to buckle up and chill. I feel a little awkward right now, to be honest with you, because I feel like that was Sean's part that I just stepped into. That don't feel right for me. That's no, no. alright. Shawnee, no, please, good. please. It works. No, please. It sounded good. You did a great job. I will say, though, I have to... Something that... A lot yeah. of feedback from last episode. And, from uh, who? Pretty okay, much... Okay, this mic needs to go up. No, it doesn't. Uh, <laughs> no, a lot of feedback I heard, and it was mostly from my thoughts. And... <laughs> oh, um, that happens a lot. No, and... Uh, it was because I said something that was not true. Um, I don't care about being wrong, but I care when I say a lie. And I mentioned we talked about the holiday shopping or your shopping anxiety. And I said, I love lines. Waiting. <laughs> I don't love waiting in lines, but I like kind of like what I heard in Home Alone uh, in New York today. Another Christmas in the trenches. You walk in there. I like seeing the lines. I love that line. I never caught that before. But like, I just love seeing everyone in the holiday spirit. But once I hit the line, it's like fuck me. So I just had to clear that up. So we've we've come somewhere in the middle. Then a little bit. Like I love I, the environment. I love it all. But like, yeah, if I'm in like a rush or don't have a bunch of time on my hands and I have to hit a line for two items and I'm waiting there for 20, 25 minutes. Like, hell, I don't need to ever go to Cedar Point again. Yeah, like, right. Well, thank God for uh, having uh, qu- uh, self-checkout lines all over the place, right? Right. <laughs> not at, like, department stores. Or you don't. I mean, okay, not department like, stores, cur- like sports stores and stuff. Yeah, unless you go to Meyer right yeah. here, the dude, the checkout, self-checkout lines is awful. Yeah. Almost seen people fight there. There's, like, no cashiers anymore. No. <laughs> okay, so I can speak to that spark of thought there. So my dad, obviously, is a store director at Meyer. All he ever tells me is we don't during thir- uh, think it's pretty much between Thanksgiving through New Year's. He never has enough cashiers. He's uh-huh. like you, you, he's like we don't pay him enough, and he doesn't control. That's higher than he is. Who controls paying the salaries or hourly wages, wherever they make? Always not enough cashiers because you want to know why the lines are so long. I'm sure Kroger is similar in the same way. They don't want to pay the cashiers enough money. Cashiers a bitch of a job. They don't want to pay him enough money, so my dad's always like, my lines are backed up because upper corporate won't pay the cashiers enough money, so he's always struggling for cashiers. Relying on the robots. Yeah, and it is impossible. Dude, I need to turn my mic up. I can't even hear me. Is it your headphones? I don't know, but something ain't working right. I hear you fine. But I can't even... Hold on, my voice. How are you doing today, Eddie? Let him fix his technical difficulties. <laughs> I'm doing all right. Just got back from practice, like always. You still can't hear the 
Hello. <laughs> Barely. What, are you, what were you Am coaching? You coaching daughter's softball team? Coach my daughter's softball team, yeah. We practice every day before. I don't pod. like not being hurt. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> go on. No, every, 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 Sorry, that's my bad. Every Thursday, 7 no, to 9, right before a pod, so I'm racing here. Um, it's good. We're indoors, and that's the fun time. You know, we pra- play practice all year round with them, and we play in the spring, we play in the fall, and the winter time is actually the time you get to really know the girls, and you're hanging out, they're having fun, we're blasting music, it's a good environment. It's just, it's just you want to win in a league or sports, it takes training all year round. Uh, Hear from that. Absolutely. You don't play baseball in the winter, are you still training for your so- baseball, softball? All, all the time. Yeah. Exactly, that's yes. how you win, folks. That's how you get your arms stronger, that's how you get your accuracy down. And especially you don't have all to push it during that time. During the season, you got to push everything, right? Right. Because you got games coming. In the winter, you can take it real slow, yeah. hey. A little sore, whatever you can take a day off, and uh, during season or preseason, yeah. you gotta wrap right up, right? You gotta get ready to go. Yeah, and there's, there's what age group are you at? Like we we're six, we're fifteen you, but we have a couple sixteen year olds. So we're every tournament we're gonna go to, it's gonna be sixteen. Oh, so you're getting into some good ball then? Yes, it's fun, fun stuff. All high schoolers, they're fighting to. All yeah, these girls yeah, are yeah. are fighting to play on the varsity teams or their high school. That's teams. exciting. Yes. Yeah. It's exciting to coach them because Absolutely. they're probably going to put in some sort of work ethic yeah. if they want to play varsity. Sorry about some that. of these girls aren't. <laughs> well, some of these girls weren't even so going to make right. their teams before before playing with us. So yeah, we're we're making these girls better and seeing them get better every day, and it's a it's a great feeling. It's a great feeling for them. It's a great feeling for us. It works, works out Coaching. And I was just about to say, you're not the only coach here. No. We got. I want to, we just talked about this off the air. Sorry, I'm going to deep dive in. I know you're going to coach. Uh, what I just, remember we were just talking about off the air, what, not even seven minutes ago? Pressure from parents. So I was, yeah. So I was, giving a personal example here, and this is just three days ago. I had for my basketball team, I only want to keep 12. We had 36 kids try out. I only want to keep 12. I ended up keeping 15 because there were so many damn kids to try out. And this is middle school. Remember, these kids are sensitive little biatches. So I keep my 15 against my will because the AD wanted me to keep 15 because he want, they need to go through the program and stuff. He's like, I don't care if you bench them during the game, so they need to practice every day. So I get it. It's more to deal with. It's hard to run drills. But main thing is you run to a parent who thinks their kid is God. This parent talked to me before tryout started and said, hey, my son, uh, he's ambidextrous. Uh, he doesn't know what really hand he wants to use, uh, but he can play, man. We've been working. He's like, I was, I played at, I played at, I'm not going to say the blah, college. Blah, blah, uh, blah. Community college. He played at community college. He showed me his freaking stuff. So it was legit. And I already hated that before tryouts. His son didn't make it. Okay. Mm-hmm. He comes up to me today after school. Very awkward because I crossed crosswalk so i run into a zillion of the parents hey why didn't my nameless son make the team blah 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 i'm like yeah he just he wasn't good enough he's like well but he can he can play with both hands i was like well you can do anything with either hand Mm -hmm. and these parents and then he started getting tough with me which i was telling you trying to intimidate me because the area i'm in they're always double my size pretty much He's, he, you know, he's trying to say, hey, well, you know, uh, I, I've been helping him out for a year and a half now. And because he has his credentials, whatever. Well, do you think I don't want to win? 
I'm going to pick the best players no matter what. I think parents forget that the coaches want to win too. Especially when you get to that age. I know it's you, like, you have a tryout for a reason. Yeah, there's a try. Yeah. The par- and I'm like, I'm like, sir, I can't keep all 36 of them. What do you want me to do? Um, mm. why you're these kids or these parents think their kids are all Michael Jordan because if they were if the parent had some success, I want to win. All I care about is winning. That's what I want to do when it comes to basketball. I educate them, and I want them to do good academically and in life. But when it comes to the basketball court, right, specifically after school activities, as long as you have the grades, I want to win. Am I not going to pick the best players that, I, that to win? You are. It's not personal, bro. Not it's not personal, off. bro. Not to cut you off, but... No, it's fine. Go. That, that, you're going to cut that kid, but you know what? That doesn't say to tell you that kid's done with basketball the rest That's of That's why life. I told his parents. He so. needs to keep working and get better each year. Michael Jordan was cut. You just said Michael Jordan. He okay, was cut from... No, we, we know. We, we, we know. No, we know. I'm not saying that yeah. far, but I'm like... It happens all the time where these players that get cut, but they need to keep working to come back. Especially be better in middle next year. school. There's like, always a chance. No, I was going to say, like, he's looking through his parents' eyes. Like, he's yeah, always going to think his kid is the best. But so you might have done the best thing for him. You let him know, like, hey, man, don't just listen to your dad. Like, I'm telling you, you aren't good enough. So, yeah, you might have done the best thing. Because now he's going to go get better. He knows he's not up to par, you know, because he's probably heard, you know, oh, you're going to make the team no problem. You can shoot with both hands. Like, you know, so now you let him know. Because he couldn't, he couldn't shoot with either hand. Okay, that's my point, is you let him know that. So, like, you know, that bring home what Eddie said. That was hard though. That was hard. Oh, yeah, it was awkward, I'm sure. Yeah, very but like, awkward. He probably had, the kid probably needed to know that from you that he's not good enough right now, and so he will work harder <laughs> now. You know, he probably thought he had it in the bag because his dad was good or whatever, and his dad was always telling him he was good. If you're in the seventh grade and you can't make wide open layups pretty much 19 out of 20 times, you can't play on a basketball team. It's a layup. Yeah. I mean, 19, I mean, even 15 out of 20, you can't do it. Hey, what are you trying to say? I'm trying, shut up. Come on. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, no matter, you probably couldn't either. That's why you can make the team. It just was uncomfortable to have those conversations, but all you can do in that situation is what? Be straight up honest. Yeah. It's not fucking personal, dude. No. If people knew me, like you two knew me, like this podcast knew me, it's all about winning for me. I'm picking the best players no matter what. Sorry, I just thought that. No, I was just trying to say you could have helped them in the long run, you know. Yeah. Well, I told his dad we need to work on so. Right. See, I, I don't really deal with the parents that get cut because uh, we – in our situation, it's not a school. You don't see, see yeah, these, your the kids travel cut, team, right? travel team. Yeah. So girls that get cut, you just don't see them. You might see them on another team. That's a hard part summer. because all, I cut fucking yeah. 19 so kids, and I have to see every single one of them yes. in school. And I'm gym, yeah. so I teach K through 8. Uh-huh. So I see every single kid at least at some point, multiple times throughout the year. Right. And I already have the kids coming up. These are the kids, so this doesn't make me nervous. Like, why did I make the team? I said it's not personal. You just weren't good enough this year. Work hard this summer. Come back out next year. I said the same answer. answer. I, yeah. It's, a, it's, it, it's like a, it's like an answering machine. Every time they ask me that, I say the same thing. Or be a gym teacher. You know, if you have open gym, you could go show them stuff that you could they could work on in the off season. And, here, and here's here's what I did, because I see all the elementary kids throughout the thing, which is the fifth and sixth, fifth, sixth and seventh graders and the eighth graders, which are the players who can play basketball. They've been trying out for me for months without knowing it. 
I watch them play basketball when I have open gym or I do basketball. I watch these kids saying, oh, who's going to be on my team? They've been trying out for me for months without even knowing it because I'm the gym teacher. Mm-hmm. And I see them all in gym. So I'll, And I'll set them up. I'll say, okay, you, you guys play three on three. And I'm evaluating them. It's been going on for months. Sure you know me. I'm so intense. It's probably way better, too, because them not knowing because then they don't feel oh, nervous sure or anything like exactly. they're just having fun then that, you get to see how they are i'm sure just, some of them are smart enough to know what you're up to though but i don't think middle schoolers are i, I don't I think mean, so maybe high school I, I really don't think so did they know you were the coach i took everything yeah. as okay. a tryout though when i was that age so yeah but these kids aren't <laughs> like us dude they're yeah. not like that no, intense. You're right, you're right. so i told them all when they made the team i said once i picked the team i said you guys have been trying out for me for months without even knowing it no, and I understand what you're saying there. Mm-hmm. I don't think, in, and I have aspirations way higher middle school, but for now I'm doing middle school. I don't think they're smart enough to realize that. Because yeah. I never said a word. So unless they're like extremely intelligent human beings, I doubt it. Right, yeah. But no. So I, I don't deal with pre- pressure from the parents there. The pressure from the parents is in season. Playtime. So it's like, why, why is my daughter not hitting? Oh, that'll come. Like, what what? Why is she struggling so much? Hitting, hitting is one of the hardest things to do in sports. It doesn't matter what age, Probably what level. Probably the hardest. It is, I think it is the hardest. I think, I think it is too. Yes, and and the kid, the parents just don't understand. Like it, it takes time. They're in a the slump. They'll get out of it. They just gotta keep working, and we, that's all we do is we keep working. It's because these parents are so freaking naive. Because you're sitting there at practice with them, me and you both, mm. with their kids at practice, when they're at home with their parents. They're not sitting there practicing for two hours every night, right? No. You see the skill. They're going to, maybe they play catch or when I, for basketball, maybe mm. they're doing shooting. It's like, oh, you're good at shooting. With no competition involved, no defense, no, oh, you're a little bit tired. Let's see how you perform then, right? But, it's yeah. like these, these, and I'll never be one of those parents just because I'm sure you would never be either with, uh, and you probably no. won't be either with the referees and the coaches. They're there to help. You, the coaches want to play the best players no matter what. Yeah. If your kid's good yep. enough, yep. she or he will play. Yep. It's and, very simple. And and now pitching with softball is one, that's it's a lot harder than it is for baseball throwing overhand. Okay, because they're you know they got this whole windup they're throwing underhand. Less injuries, but yes, more safe. It's more, more difficult. The mechanics. The mechanics. <laughs> it takes a while for these girls to figure out because they're starting at they're starting tough. at eight, nine, ten years old. It's a mess. Well, it is for baseball too, but. But it's even harder for them. It takes them years to get this down. And now they're at the age where they should have it down. Their own strikes, is, they still struggle with it. But when when you have a girl that's not doing it out of practice, because we we do it with them at practice, but they gotta so be doing. They gotta do it three, four times a week. So mm-hmm. if they want to, if they want to be good, they want to get better. They want to pitch and nice. start for us. They have to do. They have to put in the work. Cause you on don't have own. enough time with them no. to do it. They're at home most of the time. During the winter, have, you have to put in the time on your own. Yes. I tell them. I tell them. I'm so you gotta I get, tell my kids that all the time. You got to put in time on your own. Well, and then they have to go see a separate pitching coach because we are not pitching coaches. Right. So we we will give them the reps and let them pitch during practice, but we're not there coaching them. They got to go see their pitching coach once or twice a week. Outside of practices, man, you're playing some serious ball over there. No, it is, man. It's how it's, and that's how little league is now. It's and it's all about one sport. You pick that sport. I'm sure it's the same thing with basketball because they play all year round. Which is dumb, by the I, way. I don't like it because playing I, multiple sports is why people 
are less injured because you work every muscle of your body. I agree. I agree. When you focus on one sport, you're only working certain muscles. We grew up. When that you way. play multiple sports, you're that's why there's so many more injuries now. I'm telling yeah. you because we used to play every single sport. And work I, that, a lot that, of was them. A normal thing. Yeah, that was a normal thing. Yeah, it was normal. Thing. Now it's so focused on one sport yeah. that you work all these muscles that are for one sport, whether it's basketball, baseball, football, it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. When you play all three of those, your whole body is trained at that point. Go and I think, like, mentally, it helps you with other sports. Like, stuff that you learn from one sport may carry oh, over to another sport or whatever. Absolutely. So can, can I give you a personal example of that and then I'll let yeah, it go? go for because it. No, I mean, th- I don't have this to, well, one guess... hits home for me, though. Yeah. So, growing up, I played baseball, obviously, and then I became, obviously, a way better basketball player. Baseball used to piss me off really bad because I could square the ball up, right, and hit a bullet. But it might go right at somebody and they catch it, right? Mm-hmm. In basketball, unless you block my shot, if I square one up, it don't matter. No one can stop me. It's going in, right? right? That's where my big difference was with the sports, though. So, But it taught me, though, to respect baseball, though. And that made me love basketball a little more because the... Less defense. Does that make sense? Sorry, yeah, I didn't yeah. No, it does. Go ahead, Sean. Yeah, no, I, I don't have much more to say on it. I just think that's a fact that multiple sports helps, you know. Absolutely. But it breeded me more confidence in basketball because I knew if I hit it right, my shot, yeah. you're not stopping me. But if I hit my hit right on baseball and I smack it right at the shortstop a line drive, like especially you or either you guys athletes are gonna catch that, right? If I smack right. it. Right. But if, if you're in front of me and I'm I know that bitch is good in basketball mm. You can't stop it. You can't yeah. jump on the bench. But, but no, yeah, then you can go into like uh, movements that are the same in different sports. Like b- playing defense in football what was similar to playing basketball for uh, playing defense in basketball. Like you got the same movements. Well, you're gonna explain that one to me because I don't understand that comparison. Okay, so if you got your you're guarding someone in basketball, you're side to side, staying on their hip, right? Yeah. If I'm in football, if I'm running at them. And now we're running like this. I'm still staring at his hip, and now we're going side to side. It's a little different, but the movements can be the same, and it it helps. It helps with the. It just helps. I guess if you're one on one, yeah. But there's yeah, so but much traffic in football. I mean, it's just the little things. Like, yeah, little, any little thing. thing. No, he just justified it though. Yeah, it is the little thing. Thank things. you, because right. it's not it's not big things. But there's little things like that you'll find in the in same sports and different. But sports. then that, and then Sean, I swear to God, go. It's that it builds up though between all that. Mm-hmm. And Mahomes says the same thing when he makes those all. That, what does he always credit Baseball. being a shortstop? Yeah. So and that's just. Do you think he's that exact? He's <coughs> close to that same player. Is he the exact same player without that baseball background? Probably, Probably not. No. Go ahead. Sorry. I mean, I would have to imagine like. Wide receivers high pointing a ball too. I mean, basketball has got to help. I you mean, are yeah. just you're preaching to the choir. Yep. So I it's just. Uh, yeah. But well, I give you guys props for coaching. I don't know. I mean, I have a lot you, of time. You get there. I, I have a lot you'll of time, but there. I don't know if I will. I might be that parent that's working at home. You have to volunteer. You know, you're gonna have to volunteer at some point. I don't that's know. how you get I don't into feel it. Like that's I that's be how good I started. It. He says. That's it. how I started. He says this right now. The moment Alana becomes. Soccer. Big enough and decent sports. Anything. He's going to dive into it. I yeah. guarantee it. You will. You won't be able to sit out, dude. I Well, I'll just work at home. Like, <laughs> I'll be that fair. No, I, but, I know, but if you only work but, at home and then you, you're going to be one You have a good it. job, gonna, though. You get out early yeah, all the time. that's true. And practices are usually yeah, 5, 6 o'clock. So yeah. it's not like that's it's going to be 3 o'clock in the afternoon. No, it's going to be after everyone gets right. out of work. That's a... 
you know, because who knows? She might not want to play sports, which will hurt, but I'm going to let her do, you know. But I will. I want her to try, you know, I want her to try everything, you know, multiple sports, multiple things, you know. Get sports are just healthy. They build I think character. So. And let's go off Teamwork. the competitive spot. You make friends oh, playing yeah. sports, yeah, man. Probably, yes. Yes. Like, but, would, okay, would you and I wouldn't be friends if we didn't play baseball when we were younger? Mm-hmm. And you and I wouldn't have even known each other existed yeah. unless it was for football and high right. school. So it's the right. same. You make friends, and what you said, it's real life, not real life. Like, the controversy, not adversity you face in sports. It's not real life, it's not life or death, but it builds you to be ready for those situations. Prepare for the real for me, world. Yeah. Yeah. It's like not every, every time you think something's going your way in a sport, it can change like that, right? Same as life, right? Oh, absolutely. So it, it builds character. I think especially football does. And obviously you can't do it. I think one of the best sports for kids to start in, to start in at a young age is gymnastics. I agree. They tumble. They do these little rolls. And She's they already a little tumbler. I they, they have fun flex. with it. They have fun. And guess how you avoid injury? Having great flexibility. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, the kids love As it. They Tom jump Brady. on trampolines. That's Tom Brady's number one thing. And LeBron, the same thing. He, you build your flexibility so mm-hmm. you can withstand awkward falls and stuff because you're, even you can flex your ankles yeah. can be stretched out. I know. It, read on it. Right. It, right. Every single body part can. Yeah. Did so your, starting gymnastics, right? Sorry, go ahead. Did your daughter start? Yeah, she started okay. gymnastics, and, and everything is perfect because everything's padded, right? There's Ooh, pads perfect. everywhere. So they just they rolling, tumbling, jumping on trampolines. They even have like little balancing things to teach balance. And if they fall, they fall on a pillow thing. Girl, right? pads. It's like it's perfect. Even I, even boys in that class, I I seen it all. So. Then, I mean, that's a fun one. They can start there Harrison, like two, three years Marvin old. Harrison put Marvin Harrison Jr. in ballet class. Not ballet. What? What's it called? Gymnastics? It was balancing class. They didn't call it ballet for guys, but a lot of, of great athletes that had fathers that were professionals, they put them in. Not ballet. That's the wrong term. Like balancing classes, stuff like that. Balancing beams? Like not gymnastics, yoga and shit like oh, that. Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 They put them in that because it avoids injury and it makes your muscles flexible. Yeah. Now, did she, like, just automatically kind of grow towards softball, or is that something? Yeah, like... well, I mean, she played it. She wanted to play it because her older my, her older cousins played, my brother's kids. Okay. So, yeah, that's an influence. So it's yeah, not she... something, like, you forced on no, her? So she no, just loved she it? Well, I, I let no, her... I know. I was, but I, was I put just... her in everything. I put her in soccer, gymnastics. I said she was in cheerleading. For a little bit, and she and she just leaned towards softball. She was really good at softball from the beginning. Had a freaking arm. Got your jeans. Yeah, no, she, she yeah, yeah, you do have a rocket. So no, she had an arm since she was little, dude. Like I, it was undeniable that was her sport. What position does she play? She's a catcher. Okay, oh, so so she's gunning out. Yeah, well, she she became a catcher at a young age. Because she had a tension span of like a peanut. Yeah. <laughs> so like That's why I couldn't that's why I switched I loved basketball more than baseball because my attention span is this. Yeah. I couldn't I used to tell my dad, my dad said sports baseball. I cannot I wouldn't get the ball hit for me mm-hmm. hit to me for two innings. No. I wouldn't bat for two innings. I'm like, I don't even do anything. Right. That and, much, and for most kids but that's for a, that's yeah. that's uh, that's what it is. For most it was kids, hardcore it's hard for me with in. ADHD. I right. couldn't play like that. 
but for her it was a little more so catcher she had to she was in on every in pitch every, every pitch yeah, every course. pitch she has to be in the game so and then she had a strong arm so that helped so she was yeah. a little a little taller a little bigger than most girls she can keep stay in front of it and she got good at that so like that just stuck but no. By the way, just so I can interject real quick, this is my girl dad's topic. Girl dad, how old is Anaya? She's 15 now. 15. How old is Alana? 15 months. 15 <laughs> months. Look at that. That's Big perfect. difference. Both girl dads. I'm the single one here. Girl dad, girl dad. On the polar opposite sides of the spectrums. Yeah. So, and I will, I want to go back to what he said. He wants to be the dad home coaching. I, he can say whatever he wants right now. When that kid, when Alana becomes of age to play, like, just wreck, like, six, seven years old, you know, that guy will not be able to sit on the sidelines <laughs> and just watch. Will. He will end up being a coach. Oh, he will Jeff, be. I cannot he's going to have, have, his, he's have his Yeti filled with beer. No. <laughs> no, he's going to be coaching. I'll be the guy in the right field fence. He will be coaching. I was that guy for three years. That's not, not as fun. He will be coaching. Right. I know you will. You will for sure coach. There is no doubt in my mind. It's definitely me for her high school games. All her high school games, I'm out right field. Girl dads. So I could say whatever I want. Girl right. dads. That's what I would like. Girl dads. And we'll end the segment here to give a shout out to my sports idol, who I just watched a bunch of videos on today, who was the face of girl dads. Kobe Bean Bryant. Alana's birthday is August 24. So shout out. My idol, the reason I picked up a basketball was Kobe being Bryant. The mentality I've always tried to have in sports. End the segment there. Breaks my heart that we don't have his knowledge today because he wouldn't even be that old. He'd be damn 45. His knowledge Bo, that's really weird. I was actually thinking Bo, about him today. Like, that's my dog, dude. I loved him. That's my favorite basketball, favorite athlete of all time. So I want to end it there because Alana's birthday and that dude was the biggest girl dad ever and... My favorite basketball player, reason I picked up a basketball. So, had to get that. I felt emotional earlier. Watched a few videos yeah. of interviews, and I was almost crying, man. I, like, love him that much. Like, I would not have played basketball. I would not have picked up a basketball if it wasn't for watching him. I'm dead serious. I would sneak out of my room at night. The Lakers would always be the West Coast game, right? My mom would make me go to bed. They wouldn't tip till 1030, right, like mm-hmm. they do now. I would sneak out and go all the way to the basement. Couldn't go to the living room. Because we had three floors in the White House. I go all the way to the basement and watch the games on mute. I got away with it most times, not every time. So, Oddly so, so enough, good. he was my favorite basketball player. Him and early D-Wade before LeBron and Bosh. Yeah. Long D-Wade Sox, was D-Wade. still great when they were there. but No, I know. I just I didn't after LeBron D-Wade went there. D-Wade had – we thought he had many more years, and then he hit like three straight knee injuries in a row on the same knee. So. And LeBron's never hit that shit. I was thinking about that's so weird you brought up Kobe because I was just thinking about it. Man, I couldn't I was imagine myself, being man. in that position. Like what position? On a helicopter that's crashing. <laughs> like and it is like oh it's my god. It's not like, like you're why? dying of natural causes, like a disease or something. It's a freak accident. You know, taken you know? way too early. I mean, and you know, obviously his daughter's daughter too and her friends and I mean it's just an absolute tragedy. I remember where I was at. I was coming home from Boyne when I found out. It was just so it was actually I don't know what like five six years. No, right. I think it was COVID year, but um, oh, 2020. Wow. So I mean, it was just. I I uh. I feel a little bit awkward admitting this, but I will since it's a pod. I got to be honest. When I heard that news, man, 
I wasn't bawling or like a little crazy person, but man, I shed a few tears, bro. That was my sports idol. Like my, I idolized him. I had Kobe Bryant posters. I have like, I have his USA jersey. I have uh, the purple and yellow number eight jersey. I could get the 24s, but I like the eight better because that's who I fell in love with was, was the eight. And 10 was my number and he wore that in USA. Like, Oh, all right. I um, do want to get. I don't yeah, care. Well, yeah. um, no, I want to get the custom one with the eight and twenty-four since it is my daughter's yeah, birthday. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. In that situation, because I've seen a few kids at school have that one. They're sick. I've seen like you know they and that's have like perfect for Alana. like uh, you know even like Dodgers jerseys, but it says Lakers. It looks like a Dodgers jersey, but it says no, Lakers. Yeah, it's purple and gold. It has the eight and twenty-four on the back. Like I would love to get one of those. Something. Because he was my favorite player, well, and it is my daughter's. Well, don't look to get it. Get it. Because I have it to has find double. it for a good price. <laughs> it has double Hey, you could even get a tattoo, 824, with no, purple you. gold jerseys. <laughs> I, don't think I, I don't know about that. A jersey's one thing. I don't know about a tattoo. <laughs> oh, oh, man. All right, move yeah. on. Hold on. Yeah. I want to – here we go. All right, I, we didn't get to do this last week. Revisit Matt's dating life or lack thereof. I just want to go through this for three minutes because I do have a few things that I've never done this before. I'm on three months now. I've never went this long. Usually I thought I was so addicted to female interaction, which I semi am still, but this is the only time of the year you could do it. Right. When basketball is getting going and we're in the thick of football season, right? This was the time to do it. Easiest way I to keep your mind off of it. I'm going to get a not crazy emotional, but this is where it dug deep for me. I realized a different type of happiness. I always have loved sports, but I've always been just as obsessed with women as I am with sports. And during this great sports times, the months of November through January, and we're in the midst of it, obviously, I realized... Man, I've been so addicted to the vagina area of women. And then I realized, I thought I could never get along without them. Like, I always need to have that interaction with them. I've went a few months now with the sports going crazy. I found a new happiness. I don't depend on them as much as I thought. And it's about time. I needed this. Now, after Christmas, I'm going to go back to dating for sure. But I am, I, I've had a tiny revelation i i like man as much as i thought i would go three weeks without hooking up with the girl mm-hmm. and i'd be like oh my god i'm dying and i said for once in my life i need to fucking go without it and see how it goes it's not as bad i thought it was gonna be and i but i couldn't do this unless sports weren't going crazy because i need something to keep my mind occupied and I realized some things about myself. It, I think I am finally ready to hit that point. Not to do it this moment. Oh, my God. Intercepted Pittsburgh. No. Pitch no, off. don't score. I'm playing oh. against Pittsburgh. And two. Thank God I didn't score. You have Pittsburgh defense. And so it's calm. Both Damn. my leagues end to win. Oh, it's intercepted. They're playing for a fantasy football yeah, spot. Playoffs. Yeah. And to finish it there. Sorry, that was a crazy play. I realized, I realized something about myself. I'm not as dependent on the private parts of a female as I thought I was. 
But you know what? If it wasn't for sports, I wouldn't be able to survive it. Because I am getting to my end point now after three months. I'm like really starting to itch a little bit. Sorry, I want to say that. Like, no, I feel like I'm trying to think of something. Like, I feel like I have something that's good to say. I just thought I couldn't do it, you know? And then... No, you definitely can, and then now you I realize what you probably really want. And, like, and it's not just the hookup. Last then, thing know? I'll say, I forgot when I just do sports by itself. Because I ha- I do them crazy, but I always have girls with it. Because girls take effort, right? Obviously. Yeah. When I just went sports by itself, I really realized, man, do I freaking love sports. They are enough for me. I love them so much. God, what would we do? We don't do this podcast without them. Whoa. It is a healthy outlet to let out joy and frustration and love and camaraderie and camaraderie root for the same team, Michigan State. And then look at this at rivalry. I love that. Rivalry, though, but friendly rivalry. I hope Sean's program loses every game they play in football and basketball, but I still love to get to death. And then you and I, we root for Michigan State. We get destroyed. (laughs) And then when we get destroyed and we suck, which we have in both sports so far, basketball included, we can solve together. And we all root for the team that Eddie's repping. Yep. Yep. And then I always said this. On Saturdays, I like to be apart, but on Sundays, we come together. Mm -hmm. And I was telling him, not every state has this. Mm -hmm. Ohio and Ohio State. There's only Ohio State, right? There's not Michigan, Michigan State. No. How about, how about, uh, I'm losing, oh, dang, I'm losing a couple. Uh, Texas and Texas State. Texas State is. It's an easy one, right? Yeah. No, no, no. But my point is not every state has two major college programs. Yeah. Look at Ohio right next to us. Missouri, Missouri State, Alabama, Alabama State. They don't have this like we have. And we have four professional teams. It was a healthy outlet for me, and I realized I mean, look, is sports there, have kind of saved my life through my tough times. Is there any other Big Ten school or state that does have it? I don't think so. Let's not include the Pac-12. Who does? Indiana? Just, nobody. Oh, I don't think so. Iowa, Iowa State. And, and Iowa, the, Iowa State, yeah. Yeah, but Iowa State's not in our country. Yeah, they no, do. Those are saying, two solid yeah. programs for sure. But think about Penn State. What is the University of Pennsylvania, which is Penn, is in the Ivy. Mm-hmm. But they're not some major rivals. They don't even play. We are lucky to have four major sports plus the two college teams, which are major in football and basketball. We are lucky. And that's why I don't really need to leave the state. Yeah. I no. don't need to. I need to be around sports, and we have it one of the best. There's five major sports towns in the USA, and we're one of them. We're probably fifth, though. New York, Boston, Philly, Chicago, Detroit. Yeah, Those when our fun. teams are doing good, I think we're more up there. I mean, and well, that you can say it for any city, yeah, though, no, Sean. Come on, dog. Okay, well, you're just giving. Well, those are the five major markets. They are. I agree. You can never go on the West Coast because they have nice weather. They're not locked in winter watching sports. Or down south. Or down south. And they they still have – they're big in the college football there. But they don't have – basketball down south doesn't matter. Here in the Midwest, the five cities I just named, football, basketball, hockey, and baseball, which is probably fourth for our states, is major – Major, even hockey. I know I'm not hating on hockey. It's a fourth major sport due to revenue. 
But think about the five towns I just named. It's huge. The Blackhawks. New York has two. The Rangers. Islanders. Detroit. Uh, Philly is who in hockey? Who the fuck is Philly? Flyers. Flyers. And the Penguins. And the Penguins. Thank you. And Pittsburgh, too. Jesus. They have two in Philly, too, for hockey. And then I miss whatever the other town was. Boston. Who is it? Bruins. Bruins. No, but I was getting that when our teams are doing good, which I think three of them are actually on the rise. And then there's one. <laughs> Let's just transition right now. Who there's wants to go one. first? Go. Who wants to go first? Because I'm not going first. Yeah, go first. How about the Pistons? You want me to just go? Yeah. I just, uh, I don't have much to say. To say. I, don't, I mean, I don't watch them that much. Uh, I know you I watch every game still. Uh, I. It's just, it's embarrassing hearing this 18-game losing streak now. I mean, you'd think it's, you would. It's unbelievable. You would, you know, trip and fall into a win, but they just, it is, it is embarrassing. I like, you know, I love watching them when they're good, but I, you said before the pod, it's been since four, we're fourteen since they've won a playoff game, and so I will, uh, I will let you take the mic away and give us your thoughts. Here, I'm boiling. And yes, you're probably looking at my shirt now. It's an old wrinkly MSU shirt. I had to bring it out, though, because it was only right for the pot. The Detroit Pistons are my diehard. I love the NBA. You guys know I'm obsessed with basketball. Oh, my God. I will easily be able to hold this thought, but it's fourth and two here for the Steelers on the six. I have to watch this. Hold on, pod. I'm coming back to the Pistons. Don't you worry. He's short. Yeah, for sure short. Yo. Okay, he's short. Steelers lost, whatever. What are you doing? Uh, something's going on with the mics. All right. No, I think it's fine now. I, I'm so annoyed about this. I can. It doesn't matter how much you try to cheer me. The Detroit Pistons are one of 30 NBA teams. It's not a very big league, is it? They've had success. They've had... They've been in the lottery for five straight years. Troy Weaver came from an extremely successful drafting organization, <laughs> OKC Thunder. He, Sam Presti is regarded as the best GM in the sport. Has it come out to a championship? No. But what he has done is, can you two please look at me here so I feel, I need to feel it. Because you guys do root for the Pistons, right? Obviously, yeah. right? Those are yeah. NBA teams. I do have headphones, and your voice goes right into my ear. Oh, I good. Okay, I know, but I can't. <laughs> he came, and he was, he came from the tutelage of the best GM in the league. Okay, I was happy when the Troy Weaver signed. I was pumped, actually, not happy. I was excited. I said, "Wow, he learned from the very best talent evaluator in the NBA. He was his right hand man. He's gonna know how to draft, kind of like Brad Holmes, right?" Mm. He learned from Les Snead, who was one of the best drafters. Then they went the whole picks thing, which did work. But Brad Holmes drafted all those great fifth and sixth round picks, right? So he worked. Brad Holmes and Troy Weaver are the same when they're being hired. Obviously, they didn't work out the same. When you sit there and look at the Detroit Pistons and the roster, the acquisitions outside the draft, there isn't a single one that makes sense. You got Bogdan Bogdanovich for, you know what? I'm not even about to fucking geek out on all this shit. The roster construction is absolutely awful. It's pretty effing obvious when you have eight first round picks <laughs> in four years, and yet 
obviously the eight first round picks. Remember, it's one through thirty in the NBA. You have eight first round picks in the first four years, and you have found how many for sure starters for good teams? Cade, number one overall. Anyone and their brother could do that. When you don't put together a fit, you you have Marvin Bagley, Jalen Duran, who I love, James Wiseman. You draft a Sir Thompson who can't shoot fifteen percent from three. <laughs> you are, but you already drafted Cade and Jaden Ivy, who are good players, but they're playmakers. They're not shooters. So your whole mo had to be to do would be had to be to draft shooters. Now I'm not I'm done with the X's nose because I have a crazy theory and you're gonna hate me. And Jim Costa on that is so well, I'll give him credit. Made me think about this. Listen to this, and I'm I'm done here. Troy Weaver did not want to hire Monty Williams. Troy Weaver wanted Kevin Ollie. He drafted this roster to work in Kevin Ollie's system, and he won a national championship at UConn. Kevin Ollie's system isn't based on shooters whatsoever. It's based on playmaking and penetrating and winning at the free throw line in defense. He drafted this roster, and that was Dwayne Casey's thing too. He drafted this roster thinking he was going to get Kevin Ollie. He sent the three candidates to California because Tom Gorris never in Detroit to meet with Tom Gorris, right? And Kevin Ollie was the leading candidate. Tom Gorris said none of these make a splash. He went over Troy Weaver's head, hired Monty, which I liked, and Monty hates the roster. He's been saying it without saying it. Troy Weaver never wanted Monty Williams. This is an arranged marriage. It really is. It's an arranged marriage. And this is completely conspiracy because Monty Williams' coaching decisions have made no sense this year. They've been so off, and it's almost like he's trying to lose. Or like along the lines of Ivy? Yes, mostly. Yeah, and that's the main point, but there's other, a lot of other things that go into that. Is he trying to get Troy Weaver fired? I'm telling you, dude, Monty's got the pull, and Weaver's in his fourth year. They never wanted each other. Well, I don't know if Monty cared about him, but Troy Weaver never wanted him. That's a fact. He never even considered Monty Williams. Because Tom Gorris wanted to make a splash. I have a feeling that Monty is kind of sabotaging this a little bit. And Troy Weaver drafted a specific roster for a specific system that he thought he was going to be hired. The specific coach, which would have been Kevin Outley. But Tom Gore said that doesn't make a splash. He wasn't impressed with any of the candidates that came to California. They couldn't interview Detroit. I think he's sabotaging a little bit. And... I don't know. I hope so, because Troy Weaver has not done it. This roster is not bad enough to lose 18 straight games. It's not. It's not. And I'll tell you, and this is the other thing where Troy Weaver effed up really bad. Last year, you could have gotten a shit ton for Bogey. A shit ton. When he still had a full year on his contract remaining. You could have (coughs) traded him for a first-round pick and a young player, and you could have taken that within the 20s. Moved on. Now he's worth nothing. He's an expiring. He's 35. Troy Weaver has fumbled this at every turn. Not over yet here. And the Detroit Pistons are unequivocally, out of the four major sports, the worst franchise. The worst, yes. yes. It's not an argument, though. They haven't won a playoff game in 15 years. It's easy. Even when we Sorry, I feel like I spun in circles there a little bit. I'm sorry. No, and uh, my. Monty being the prestige coach he is, he knows what he wants. He knows how to run a team. and he. It looks like a, he's incompetent, though. 
right now. But I'm the, telling you, know sabotaging. That's not him, right? I know. We know so that's I, a, not normal for that's him. That's my conspiracy so. theory. I swear he's sabotaging you to get Troy Weaver fired. And Troy Weaver should be gone. <laughs> yes, yeah. I agree with that. <laughs> Just from what I don't watch a lot, but I mean. Stats don't, or the paper doesn't get, lie when you see two and 18 or 19, like, whatever it is. It, the offense just looks scrambled. And not, there's no, it's, it doesn't look smooth at all. Like, just looks out of whack. So, yeah, I mean, he, is he putting guys in the wrong position on purpose? <laughs> it is kind of crazy to me, though. And then, you know, we'll get to Eddie's favorite conspiracy theory. Uh, what, <laughs> like, I remember when we did the pot at your house. We were kind of excited for this team. They were two and one. They were. They were. You know, the young stars were playing pretty well. I mean, uh, Thompson and Sasser, both playing good. And then cutscene: eighteen straight losses. I mean, oh for November. When's the last time you've seen that? Have you ever seen that? I'm telling you, man. Troy or Monty is being okay. I can I watch every effing game. I can cite multiple examples. He plays Jaden Ivey only in spurts. Jaden Ivey is a rhythm person, and this team is so bad, he should be able to be played 35 minutes a night. When you have, and I know the ticket said this, but I was saying this last night when I was watching the game, you have Bogey and Kate out for six to eight minutes. Track. I was There's only that. two playmakers. For six to eight... Ivy is too, but not to their level. For six to eight minute stretches, it tells me you're trying to lose, though. That was crazy. First and goal. That was no, yeah, That was almost an interception. It, but <laughs> when you're, your two best playmakers should never be out at the same time. You have to stagger the minutes. I watched every dribble of that game last night because I thought they were finally going to win. I fucking bet on them and lost. There were, no, but this wasn't two to three minute stretches where they're out together, Bogey and Cade. These are six to eight minute stretches, and every time they had a lead for a lot of the game. Every time they sat Bogey and Cade, they got dominated, and then they'd be down by six. Then they'd bring Bogey and Cade back in. Then they would come back and be up. Then they then finally sat him at the beginning of the fourth quarter. That's when Memphis went up by like fourteen. Then they brought him back in, came back for a second, then lost at the end again. It is that's not Trubisky. All right, there's a lot it of seems time. Seems like it's sabotaging. Sorry, a lot of time on the Pistons, but I do want to ask what would be like the final straw where do you see Weaver getting fired midseason at all? Like what, like say they don't win till the new year. They don't, I don't know. Or do you think he's there for the whole season, no matter what? It's hard for me to say because I don't think this owner is paying attention. Like like any owner is paying attention would make some sort of change. If I don't think they'll make a change now, not before the trade deadline. I don't think so, and it breaks my heart. It's it's a poorly run organization. Sorry, we're all focused over here. Go ahead. We're yeah, gonna, we got to move on from the Pistons. Yeah, I know. I'm sorry. I know. Okay, but I love them, and it matters to this city. Okay, and now, you know what? And I'm stealing this from National one again because good feeling was on point. They have a civic duty. You can make your money, but you may not care about the wins and losses. Think about someone like me, who's a fucking diehard. Who's the fucking... I live and die for the fucking Pistons. Punch me. Sorry. Punch back. I live and die <laughs> for the fucking Pistons. How do you not care about people like me? People spend their hard-earned money to go to the goddamn games. Watch the goddamn games. God, you gotta care about the community, though. Yeah. Don't buy a team. This isn't a fucking business. It's not a vacuum cleaner business. Mm-hmm. God. Sorry. 
Yep. Because Gores is like, uh, he's, yeah, you're good. He's not even around, right? He lives in L.A. Yeah. He, he brought the three finalists, who he said no to all three. They didn't even interview in Detroit. He had to fly him out to L.A. Jeez. Because yeah. Gores is uh, taking that line from, uh, can't say the word, N-Words in Paris, where J.C. <laughs> says the Nets could go over in 82 when I look at you and this shit's crazy. Gores is taking that literal. And he's got a 2 and 80, though. <laughs> yeah. He's fine. He's loving life. He's making a check, and he does not give a shit. Which is sad. 9 and 73 is the worst record in NBA history. I bet you we get to 10 wins. I hope Jeez, so. It's... I mean, there's no way they can keep this up. But again, all right, now we you are done with the pissing. Double their losses. You guys go ahead. Oh, man, but we don't have the show sheet. All right. So, uh, <laughs> no, it's fine. Hey, no, let's, let's give yes, it a do. We can just give it a pause because we're almost coming up on an hour. Yes. How much time? We're coming up on an hour. No, we're the Pistons. They deserved it. But how about a non-football team that's winning that probably is not getting enough cred is the Red Wings, who just signed one of the most prominent players, one of the most popular names in Patrick Kane. Sean, our resident diehard Red Wings fan. I know you got to be excited, dog. I think you meant to say Platty Kane. Ah, but, uh, I did. No, I gained so much respect for him in that interview. I mean, Can you explain, though? Oh, uh, in his opening, you know, he's doing a Zoom call uh, with the media, and he's just out of nowhere sipping Platty. So casual. Yeah, <laughs> like, I mean, I don't know. Not every sport you probably get away with that, but I just thought that was cool. Only hockey, yes. Yeah, right. Um, but, no, I really like the signing, and, you know, unlike a couple other teams in the city, like, we're making these moves. We're signing big names. And I hear you reference 97.1. I mean, it's our local radio station, and it's a good one. They've won the Marconi Award, you know. Um, and, you know, you hear callers, people's opinions, and people are calling in, oh, I hate the trade. He's old. He's old. He's old. Guys, we did not sign him to be the Hart Trophy Kane. We didn't sign him to be the Art Ross Trophy Kane. We signed him – to help put pucks in the back of the net. And unfortunately, we suffered a terrible loss to the worst team in the NHL in every stat. Uh, he rang the post. But, I mean, those, those are going to go in. Uh, I mean, we signed him to be a veteran leader. And, yeah, he's had a past. But, I mean, he was young when he had his whole, you know, accusations and everything. Um, Shouldn't give a fuck about that. No. I And, you know, I, I think some Red Wings fans are still holding on to the fact that we were rivals with Chicago. We Which were the so team. Odd. We were the team that the Chicago's had to surpass before they won their three I've cups. I've seen that on Twitter. So odd. It's a, it's like well, first of all, we've been out of the West for years. We we've played Chicago twice. You know, only two times: one at home, one on the road. Um, the last, you know, I don't know, five, six years, however long it's been since we moved to the East. It, it's just I love the signing. I mean, and someone, you know, I heard the opinion. It's going to help guys like young guys like Larkin or not Larkin, uh, Raymond make that next step. I mean, because he is, I think Raymond, yeah, I think Raymond can be really, really good NHL player. Yeah, he's 36, I believe. Yeah, so he can still play and help. What's Raymond, 22? Yeah, he's very, very young. It's only his third year. I think, you know, that kind of leadership in the locker room is going to be great. Makes our power play. We have two great power play units now. Didn't look like it tonight, but two shorthanded goals. Oh my god. Like we haven't seen 18 straight losses 
in our lifetime. We, I, am, I don't remember ever seeing two shorthanded goals on the same power play. But mm-hmm. uh, after taking a four nothing lead, but I, it's just it's going to help tremendously. It's you know we're going to be able to roll four good lines. He you know he's back with Debrinket. You know he helped Debrinket. I think he could do for Debrinket or for Raymond what he did for uh, Debrinket back in Chicago. He's and and he's not like falling off crazy. He's never had a uh, season with uh, less than twenty goals. Besides, you know, I mean, he was playing hurt last year, and between Chicago and New York, he he's still scored. Yo, yeah, no, he is, but you still got to take a chance. I mean, it's two and a half million dollars. It's a it's a prove it type deal. One year, the very low risk in this Man, in this absolutely. deal. What's the worst? He gets banged up, and we have to go back to our old lineup. Yeah. I mean, whatever. Why not take the chance on the guy? And, you know, medicine, you know, there was a time where Achilles and ACLs were career-ending. You know, people are coming back. The medicine is crazy these days. I mean, and this isn't a surgery I'm too, uh, you know, I've never heard of it. You know, resurfacing. I like what someone said of the Zamboni surgery. It's a resurfacing (laughs) hip surgery. Can Uh, I uh, compare it to a lot of other sports? Because you just said Raymond, right? And to bring it, they're young, right? Mm Mm-hmm. I think sometimes, and I think all three of us can speak to it, when you hear a coach's voice who is a lot older than you, right? They're a lot older. You're going to, it goes on deaf ears sometimes, right? Mm -hmm. Patrick Kane is so much a veteran that he's damn near a player coach, right? Yeah, I would say. So when he's out there on the ice with you, and for someone like Raymond, who he's 13 years older than, right? Around there, don't, whatever. He, sometimes when he's going deaf ears on the coaches, Raymond, when he's hearing the same voice every day, when you see a player there who has, has many accomplishments and he's still out there in the ice and he's 35, I think sometimes you respect that voice a little bit more because like, oh wait, he's out here doing it, plus he's done it for 10 plus years. I think that goes a long way in the locker room and I think it goes a long way in... Developing young players because I think a lot of young people nowadays, when they hear the same voice every day, they're like, oh, yeah, blah, blah, you played 30 years ago. When you have someone like Patrick Kane, they're going to be like, dub, nah, that's how you do this shit. And he's still playing. He's not like, so, sorry. Well, yeah. And like, do you agree with that? or No, I do, 100%. And, like, the Wings are still relatively young. They signed a Very few veterans. You know, I mean, they signed a few veterans. Know, they're not as young as last year. They signed some veterans. Or, you know, but... I mean, I got to imagine when they heard the news, like, holy, you're just Pumped. how in all they are, like, oh, my God, that's Patrick Kane. He's going to be a Hall of Famer. I mean, three-time cup winner, first American-born player to win the MVP, to win the top lead scorer. Uh, I mean, he, it's got to be, you know, like, give you a kick in the ass. Like, let's go. And, and just to really see the – really young players, Tad Starstruck. Oh, yeah. Good, yeah, right? Yeah. And, and so I think maybe some fans are, you know – still stuck on like the signings back in you know years ago when we were trying to keep that 25 year playoff streak going uh like we signed Daniel Elfrinson, Mike Madano uh I mean like those didn't work out but I don't think you know that's this is Steve Eisenman we're talking about he did not sign him to come in and be like you know the I mean he is on the top line your top two lines but he's gonna help put pucks in the back of the net and that's the main thing we're already a high-scoring team. I think we have the most goals in the East. And so, I mean, he's just going to help. And he he had tons of scoring chances tonight already. First game back from this surgery. First time game action. And he looked pretty damn good. So, it's not 
Patrick Kane's a much bigger impact this, than this player, but I'm going to compare it to who the Lions just signed, who's about Patrick Kane's age. Bruce Irvin, who they just signed. Mm-hmm. You are signed. Patrick Kane's a bigger role, but you are signed to do a specific role. Patrick Kane's there for leadership and to put the puck in the back of the net, right? Yeah. Bruce Irvin's there for leadership and to get to the quarterback, right? I I know Patrick Kane, higher level than what the Irvin signed. I just try to compare it to locally. Well, here's another Is that one. that's so Here's another one on the opposite side. We didn't sign him to be Blake Griffin, to be the head honcho yeah. on the roster. Like, he can't, like, we just, that's another good one, yeah. you know, we just need Kane to come in and do his job. You know? yeah. And like you said, he can be that player coach, you know, in practice, you know, and teach these guys the ropes. And, and they will, I'm telling you this for sure, and this goes for any sport, they are going to sit there and respect a veteran player more than they're going to respect a coach when they give them advice. That's just human nature. He's done it. We've w- grown up watching him do it, right? These younger players are watching him in his prime on TV, correct? Yeah. Now they're playing with him, so most of them, obviously I assume, watch hockey religiously, idolized him, and they listen to their coaches, and I'm sure they're mostly coachable, but they hear that every day. Once you hear Patrick, and he's out there doing it with you, Patrick Kane, you... There's a little bit more of respect. I know how I would feel as human nature. I would be like, okay, Patrick told me to do this shit. Okay. Like, 100%. It's a, I'm excited about it. I'm not a diehard hockey guy, but anyone who's ever spent a second following the sport knows who Patrick Kane is, right? Yeah, and I mean... I'm sure, you know... Signed him one-year, $2 million deal or something Two and a like half, that. yeah. I yeah, mean, which is nothing. a steal. I can't yeah. believe they only signed him. I feel like he should have come in a little bit more. Oh, and this was I another... I know the market, too. So. This was another point. Is like, you know, the Red Wings isn't a destination yet, but, like, it's cool to see free or you know yeah free agents patrick kane want to come to detroit he could have went to florida who just made it to the cup finals last year and they had he, and he, multiple other teams right yeah there was, was just a lot of today. teams yeah. that wanted to go after him and he could have signed with but he chose the red wings i mean kudos to debrinket you know I, he was I, a factor in that but i think the biggest factor in that stevie Y knows yeah. how good he was Patrick Kane respects the fuck out of Stevie Y. You know that. I think that was the main reason. To bring it certainly helped, of course. Like, I'm never going to deny that. But I was super pumped. I thought, wow, that was... I know the market wow. for the NHL for how much games left. I thought they got a steal. And I'm surprised he didn't want two years. So, if he performs this year, sign him to another one-year deal. I'm surprised he didn't demand two years, though. I was surprised by that, to be honest with you. At his age and coming off that... With the market he had, I was surprised. That's what tells me that he must have some... CBY was carved out a perfect role for him. And you know, and he was growing up watching Stevie Y. Yeah. He was idolizing him. 100%. It's a trickle-down effect. I, yeah, I, yeah, that's what I was going to say. That it was a Steve Eisman effect right there. Because Stevie Y isn't going to sign him for two years. And it, this He must have gotten through in his head like, this is a proven deal, man. You're coming off a pretty big the, surgery. And that goes back to my other point about the younger players looking up to Patrick Kane, saying, okay, you've done, you've been there, done that. I respect the shit out of you. Patrick Kane knows Stevie Y, been there, done that shit. I think players respect former players that are in management because it's like, you've been through what I've been through. I don't think they respect people that got there through being a lucky sperm sample or something like Jerry Jones's son. I think once Jerry Jones steps down, the Cowboys are going to shit because no one's going to respect his son. Didn't play football, just there because of his daddy. Sorry, that's just my main example. 
No, I, God damn it. I just had a good thought too. I lost it. Um, but I mean, yeah, we don't have to talk about it more. Oh yeah. It's just good to see like a GM in the city, like really trying. Making real moves. Yeah. You know, I mean like we're going to be making that playoff push. And like this is like the Eisman plan still like set up perfectly. We still got all the that draft, you know, ton of picks. Yeah, and I was just looking earlier when I was bored at work. They have not second round picks though. They have multiple first round picks coming up. Yeah, and all the picks that we've already had, all the yeah. young talent that we have that we we're able to set send back down to Grand Rapids, and uh, you well, know they can get experience there. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I love it. Like, and you know, you sign a couple of players. I I forget how many players, but we have a lot more players this year on the you know in Grand Rapids that were on our starting roster last year. And it's just you know goes to all the off season moves. It was great to see, and I kind of hope Scott Harris does the same shit this year. That's a comparison in life. So about about the bunch of players going to Grand Rapids. Now all our starters a couple of years ago are now our backups yeah. in line. So it's similar. They don't have a Grand Rapids minor league shit like that, but. There's now the second, third change. Sorry, do you have anything to add? Nope. No, no I just know it. Got it. Pat Kane got off on the wrong foot, or on Eddie's wrong foot, because he bet on him to score a goal tonight. Uh, <laughs> I only put five on him. Just a little sprinkle. Yeah, no. All right, let me go five minutes on this, then we go into the picks and we're done. I need to drop, though. Okay, I'm going to show you, for our age, He's married, so he doesn't get involved in this. So, All right. He can still talk about it. Okay. He's still I'm going to draw you. No, no. I'm going to draw you. Have you seen the video? I think I've seen it. Have you seen the video? Yeah, because the it's crazy it. accurate, yeah. and I yeah. had to bring it up. So I'm going to draw the triangle. Okay. We're going to put hot uh, up top. Yeah. Okay. These are girls our age, 29, 30. Mm. Okay, hot. Sane. Sane. <laughs> single. Yep. Because this res- sane or same sane sane, sane. like oh, not like, sane not normal insane. people insane in the membrane not sane. insane it's okay sane. so let's just go through the obvious things if she's hot and single is she sane at our age yes wait, no, wait, if wait, she's wait. hot and single is she, she sane at she our age she can't be sane no she can't be sane right if she's sane and hot is she single at our age no no she's if she's normal you can put normal for this right. no. Sa- just not an insane bitch. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. Sane hot is not single. Single and hot is not sane. No. I can speak to this at this age. Now, I understand most people like to do, most men who are ready to go into a commitment at our age, they want to nab a good girl quick before she, you know. I get that, and people want to get married. I'm with that. I'm not even close to ready for that commitment, so I don't do it. Mm-hmm. But when I'm dating, or when you meet a girl, okay, let's go to your ex here. She's oh, a good one. <laughs> okay, okay, she was hot and single, but what's she saying? Go. Yeah, bang. Okay, Sorry. okay, let's go to my last girlfriend then. She was single. No, actually, she wasn't either of these. She wasn't even hot or sane. She was single. <laughs> Shit. No, no, she would have been hot and single. <laughs> She wasn't hot though, but she was good looking. Yeah. Uh, no. See, I, okay. So let's go. Okay, I'm gonna keep going. I'm gonna keep going. Okay. Uh, I hope they don't see this. But okay. I was talking about this with my friend. Get all so our Steve Stewart was dating Marie who thought he was gonna marry. No. Not hot, sane and single, but not hot. This goes in every walk of life when we at this age. You, when are you going to find a girl that's all three of those? You won't. Three, at this age. 
No, you can maybe find that at 20. If you're willing to get married early, you can find it. But then that's what leads to divorce, divorce because early, you get tired yeah. of So there, that's the other side of it. Find out she's not sane. Yep. So she, well, you end up they just become the- unsane with you because you spend too much time together. So here's what I've noticed when I've been going on dates before I just went on my hiatus. I can find this pretty easily. The hot. I can find this looking. easily. That's what I can't find is the same. Yeah, I cannot find the same. <laughs> I can find hot and single. I cannot find sane. Every girl that I go out with, that I go on a few dates with, hot, single, seem cool, right? Because they're all fakers at the beginning, right? right? Yeah, absolutely. See, that's where I don't do it, though. I'm not a faker. I'm my full self right from the get-go. Because what's the difference, though? Think about it. If I'm faking it for the first three weeks, you're eventually going to get it. You can't fake it for your whole life, right? Right. I don't get it, though. So I just go my full self right from the get-go. Uh, I'm my own psycho self. I'm a nice person. I, yeah, I'll be yeah. good dad to your kids. You do not find all three of these at 29, 30, 31 years old. If you do, and I'll tell you this, because this, I know this question is going to come up. If you can find these at 33 years old, you know what they are? I'm not going to write it. Career-driven. Career-driven. Which would mean they put their career first before they started dating. So they could be all three of those, but they weren't, they're putting the husband and the family on the back burner because they're career driven. You can find, the only way you find this at our age is a career driven girl, which means she's gonna have cash, which means she's gonna have standards, which means she's probably gonna be a little bit uptight. So maybe she won't be sane. (laughs) You never know. You talked yourself out of it. No, I didn't really. I still believe that, but I'm just, I'd like to play devil's advocate without anyone else having to play it. This is the dating triangle of 29 and 30 years old. You can only take two of three. Now, to end it, I want all three of your opinions. I'm going last. You can only pick two of three. What two of three are you picking? Sean, go first because you're married. No, wait, you don't have to pick. He's no, married. he doesn't have to pick. No, he he's doesn't. Eddie, go. It. He doesn't have to pick. Yeah, nice my wife's single. not single. So he's got a hot saying. <laughs> go, Eddie, go. Pick two of three. That's all you get. I know my two of three easy. Oh, I'm going for saying and single. Because if you, unless, you're, unless you're going for a fling, you want hot and single. If you're okay, for the but I thing. need you to think of single as just I can't, unmarried. Unmarried. I, I, I can't take hot and same because they're not single. Yeah, that's kind of hard to pick. No, it's not. So you're going to try to take someone's girl? I'm going to take someone's girl? Unmarried. What? Okay, let me tell you my... Okay, listen. You obviously have their This part, <laughs> I, I focus on too much. Yeah. You have to replace that with decent. And <laughs> That's not part of the equation. I know. I told you. You have to modify it. So they're and like also here. add not fat. Add not fat. You need sane and single, mm-hmm. decent face, not fat. That was my answer. You said I was wrong. Yeah. <laughs> I know, but I just wanted to modify I, I did want to know, <laughs> like... You can't modify the triangle. I was going to ask, like, what's not hot? Like, uh, six, seven? Oh, we're talking or, eight, nine, six, tens. seven. Girl, when... That'd be too tall for it. That's know. not hot. No, Six, like out of ten. Or... Like you what's oh, not what's not eight, hot? That was the like, second thought. Like, like if I did a six seven girl, we'd have an NBA. It'd be player. nine or like, ten. Huh? It'd be nine or ten is hot. Oh so, hot? So, like, I, I will I eight point five. Eight point five. Eight point five and up. Alright. So no. I mean, yeah, if you get a eight, why not? <laughs> I mean, so you don't my need point a is my point is because you it's impossible. Right. You can't get them off. There. You have to go. You have to settle here. 
But <laughs> this one you can never settle on. Any girl watching this. Nope, you can't settle on that right there. Not fast. You can't settle on that. That's what you can't settle on. At some point, you're going to have to settle on decent face. I don't care about a girl's job. As long as she has her life together, I don't really care. I don't care about money. Where are you throwing? Sane and single, good looking, but that's still hard to find. All right, sorry. I just wanted to get into that real quick. Let's no, I would say that. that checks out 98% of the time because there's an outlier for everything. But, yeah, I'd say no. that checks out. That's yeah, pretty, pretty good. I like it. Right. Also, what's pretty good is not my record. And somebody is amazing, huh? Let me tell you. Let me tell you. If you faded... I some salty ticks. Go ahead, John. If uh, you faded my picks, you'd have the best record out of all of us. <laughs> <laughs> That's factual. And somebody wants to toot their own horn over here. I'm, somebody needs to toot my own horn. <laughs> all right. Before we get to the picks, Matt would like to say something. Okay, okay. Well, number one, I'll start with this. They always say, oh, he's a college guy, the NFL guys. Number one, I follow both religiously like crazy, and I know a ton about the NFL because I watch only the very best college players make the NFL. So every NFL starter, even the backups, I know because they were great in college. Wait, but hold, on. These kids- hold on. No, 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 no. I'm sick of you saying that. You asked us what we like better. We like the NFL yes. better. That doesn't mean we don't like college. Like I like. Yeah, that's fair. Okay, because you came in last in the college pick. So for one keep... week, though, right. if we did the whole season, so, I would kill them. yeah. If so we did the so first. So the current picks, and I'm reading these texts. Those are our current picks. I am 54, 37, and three. Pretty dominant. Yes. Eddie, 44, 47, and three. Sean's 39, 52, and three. There we go. Okay. I send this earlier, just out of just. Doing the standings. No, no. What did you say under that? No. Okay, I started right here. No, you said not even close. The shit ain't even close. LOL. With it. No. no Yeah, you did. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Don't forget that. Yeah, yeah. Said cool, dude. I said this shit ain't close. Eddie goes cool, dude. He's pissed. And I go. (laughs) And then I go. I'm the real NFL guy with a winky face. Someone is salty, bro. All in caps. He goes. Which this was my bet. This was the funniest thing to me. You had three good weeks and nothing after that. Three good weeks got me 17 games above 500, and I've been relatively around 500 all the time. Yeah. So that one really cracked me up. That's where the salt started. <laughs> no, you because you wouldn't shut up. No, no, no. This you exact, shut up. You had three. I, I, I sent two texts before that, though, so it's not like I didn't shut up. Okay, yeah. come on. You started the saltiness. That's oh, why I got into uh, it. You yeah. had three good weeks, nothing after that, which is just inaccurate. But it, more accurate. And then I go. Go ahead. You had two great weeks, and that's why yeah, you're in the position that you're in. There. Yeah, which no one's taking that salty. Okay, and I'm up by a zillion, so that it doesn't matter what weeks I had good. I'm up by a zillion. That's what yeah. was funny to me. I said, I'm 70 games above 500, bro. I don't care how it happened. Happened. You're getting your ass hand to. Eddie goes, cool. <laughs> I go, it's cool. I need a new hoodie. He goes, no one cares. I'm sending gifts, a little bit salty. I care, hoodie. I need a Missouri yellow. He goes, aren't you supposed to be working? I got to. I didn't have oh to do gym God. today. Yeah, these are all salty. I had to go. In, I just got to sit on my phone all day at work. Yeah, and then I went off. Don't have to do shit today. There's blah 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 blah. And then oh, and then Sean had to reply. And the college guy came in last picks. Crazy. I said it is, but one week, small sample size. I went if we did the entire season. I fully believe that. And we should have done the entire season. 
And then, Sean, this was the funny part, the comedic relief. I would be winning if we did the entire NFL season. It's true. I said, I said, extra salty, Eddie, bro. Not at all. I'm good. And then Sean said, you're the greatest sports watcher of all time. Eddie said, fuck you, I quit. Have fun with the Buck show. <laughs> salty. Because I'm up big time. That's because you wouldn't shut up. You being annoying about it. Not salty. It wasn't salty. I was annoyed. I just don't it's see not a the, big difference in those. There's a big difference. Okay, can you explain to me that? Because he said the same thing, so I'm clearly in the minority. Explain to me. I'm, that's a serious question. What's the difference between annoyed and salty? Salty, I think, would be like, I'm not doing the picks anymore. Screw this. I'm that's done. Extreme, I'm not John. paying you or whatever. I'm oh, not paying God. my dads. Yeah, annoyed is just extreme. like. That's just like pissed off at the world, though. You had nothing salty better is to like do than kind just of trying to piss me off. That's, yeah, that's I was trying to get on this shit. You started, though. All I did was state the the records, and then I said, this shit ain't even close. So that was that wasn't a start. And then that you was went three straight no. texts with Salty. That, that, was, that was the start. You started it. I did, and you <laughs> fed into <laughs> you it. Because like, when oh. I tell you, I was bored at work today, so I was going to text hard. Here's your saltiest text of the week. You had three good weeks and nothing after that. LOL. You you got, you're not where even, was your shirt after that? Because you had three shirts in a row, you never shirt after that. You tied me the past, past two weeks. I think it was whatever. Records. Uh, keep going. <laughs> Look at the records. Yeah, I'm literally raping your ass. Records. God, that was a little bit intense. But. <laughs> records. Yeah, Please, you're killing down. it. You're but killing shirts. It. He's only one shirt behind you. Me, I'm just a loser. But what my are, question. Are we going between the shirts? No. no. Because we have multiple. You, you look at the records. The, look at the records. That you killed us those two weeks. And that's oh, why so you're that's up. all that mattered, right? That's what, We've been doing it for ten fucking he weeks. He corrected me. I said three weeks he killed it. It was only two weeks. No, it was three <laughs> weeks. I went 31, 7, and 2 over three weeks. It was three weeks for sure. Yeah, and that's why you're in the that's position that you're in. Right. It's you factual. You know what that sounds like? That doesn't happen to anyone, everyone. It doesn't, it was, you locked into it. You're, you you're into making it. my point for me. <laughs> you locked you're into like, it. it's only three weeks. Three weeks and it's including the whole season. You guys are getting your ass kicked. You're making my point for me. Okay. Okay, so hold on. I just want to, like... Bunch of I, pussies, dude. I just want to know, like... What I, like Making excuses. You act like we didn't give you your props. We gave you your props when you had yeah, those I, weeks. Yeah, I mean, like, I had no problem. I, I, before you even brought all that stuff up, you're in first, Eddie's in second, and I'm the, in dead last. And the main reason... Like, there's no... I, I'm a... Willing to admit, I've sucked. I don't care. Like, what do you, hold on. What do what, you want us to fucking do? The, I don't take, want you take, to do anything because no, no, you're no, irrelevant. Did you, you're want, irrelevant. did you want us to take off work or, like, come come to your school and, like, throw you a, a surprise party? Again, hey, there's five For the tenth time, you're irrelevant. <laughs> you are so irrelevant. Go. No, hold on. My main pro- Ready? Ready? <laughs> Five weeks to go. Woo. Yes! Woo. Oh, no, oh, hold on. <laughs> Thank you! Oh my god, this is so... <laughs> That's all I wanted! Yeah, but there's fucking five weeks to go! I didn't know there was a clause in the pick contract that we had to throw you a party for being in the lead. I thought we played it. I all this stuff. It was this guy. It was all his idea. That's all I wanted. <laughs> I'm so satisfied now. Okay, can we get to the picks? You can wear your crown. Oh my god! One one more thing, real quick, before before we get into the picks. 
my main problem with the last, what, three, two weeks, I've been doing good, and this motherfucker comes into the last game and then ends up tying me, and I can't even get a shirt. No, it might. <laughs> I'm, it's, it's like, ah, I told everyone it's, it's the, the Bengals. I told everyone the Bengals. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, you lucked out into that one because the Jags just gave it to him. I lucked into that. <laughs> Jake Browning yep. threw for almost 400 yards. Yeah. That's not luck, buddy. That's <laughs> bad defense. Don't know. Don't yeah. the screen. All right. All right. Yeah. 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 My best weeks, just so I have to cover what he went fucking 12 and 1 or whatever. That sucked. I was in second place for a while. Then I just, last three weeks, I have tailed straight. I have rolled down the mountain. Anyway. Where'd you get the uh, crown? Anyways. Got it from fucking Family Dollar. This kid loves the store. It looks like a Burger King one. I know. <laughs> All right, yeah, you can take that home with you. Right, uh, hang it on your picks. wall. Put five weeks oh, to go. Oh, shit, get out of the picks. I'll get you another one. Yeah, I know. <laughs> All right. Okay, we do have to get to it. So you guys tied, so I have Jeez, to go first. We got a whole slate, too, don't we? Yeah. All right, Rams at Baltimore. We'll try to rip through these. Rams at Baltimore. Baltimore's minus seven and a half. I have to go first. Oh, my God. It's at Baltimore. Rams are playing. Oh, God, how can I go quick on this one? This is a tough one. I'll go Baltimore because I was leaning Rams. You're second. I'm in the lead. I go Baltimore. Would you go Sean? See, I don't have to really try to be on the island anymore. You gotta be quick. Though. No, not at all. But I'll tell you this: I'm not trying to be, but I like the Rams to cover there. I'll take the Rams. Yeah, so did I. So I went Baltimore. Didn't work for me last week with the Chargers. Uh, Carolina at New Orleans. New Orleans minus five and a half. Eddie. Uh. Give me Carolina. God damn it, Eddie. Yeah, give me the Saints. Okay. I will also go Adam Thielen. Huge game because I need him for fantasy. I do <laughs> Carolina. Too. I do too. I know. You had a big first game against Where are we at? Bengals, Colts. Indy and Cincinnati, minus one and a half. Man, Jake Browning went crazy on the road. That was a tough loss to the Jaguars. The Colts are battling for a playoff spot since he's only laying one and a half. Tough to replicate that two weeks in a row. Give me the Colts. Since he is favored, that's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what do I? Am I next? Oh, I gotta go. I'm riding Indy high, man, and it's gonna be slushy. I think their defense is pretty good. Or I don't think they're pretty good. I think the Bengals. Yeah. All right. Are you doing that because you think the Bengals? Or you just want to go on an island. I'm going on an island. Okay. <laughs> at least you're honest. Jacksonville at Cleveland minus three. I am up first. I will go. Oh shit! No Lawrence. Give me Cleveland in that defense. He's out for sure. I thought. Not for I, sure. I, I, didn't think, I, didn't, I didn't think that was he a major injury. Should that be one that he, we? He's gonna be out at least next two weeks. It's not That's... a fish yet. Oh, but he's okay. He will not be. Fine. If God touches his ankle, do we have the option to maybe change the pick? <laughs> Give me the Browns. Yep, I, we're universal on this. Pretty easy pick at home. Give me the Browns. All right, Tampa Bay at Atlanta, minus two and a half, Atlanta. Uh, Eddie. Give me Tampa. I'm pretty surprised Tampa's five and seven at this point, regardless. The Falcons somehow are meddling still at 6-6, six and six, and I don't think they've reached nearly their full potential on offense. At home, lane less than field goal, giving the Falcons. Uh, I am going all fantasy tonight, so give me B. John Robinson. Detroit at Chicago, plus three. This is me. I want to at least talk about this for 35 seconds. 
I understand. I've looked at the numbers. Jared Goff on the road. Look, I've seen Anzalone's coming back healthy. The Bears are the Bears. I understand what happened at Ford Field. They've gotten dominated by Justin Fields three straight games on the round. They're going to figure it out. They're going to win a dirty one. I think this is going to be a push. Give me the Lions minus three, and I think it's going to be a push. All right, I will go. Lions win so, you know, you guys maybe beat me. Buckley crushed me in the picks. Eddie's beat me in the picks. But I'm doing stuff for the city. I picked against Detroit just so they would cover last week. You know, if I, if I didn't pick them, you know, Carr probably gets healthy. They probably win the game uh, or stays healthy and wins the game. But not this week because fantasy, Laporta, Tutter, Gibbs, Tutter, Montgomery, Tutter, Goff, two touchdown passes. Dude, that's a lot of touchdowns. I have all four of them <laughs> on the same team. Yeah, we're all on the same page. <laughs> Give me the Lions. I'm the only person to ever pick against I think them. the Lions win by three. I think that's Houston at Jets plus three and a that's half. I... Easy. Give me... That's an easy one. Yeah, outdoors in New York. Give me the home dog. Oh, fuck. Give me, Give me Houston. Riding for a while now. Let's go. I've tried and tried the Jets at home. I do love their defense, but every time I try the Jets at home, they fail me. Is it three and a half, Sean? Yeah. Is it three? Three and a half. Three and a half. You got the hook. Yeah, I still got to go to the Texans. All right, that's game two. Overhit. CJ Stroud hits a rookie wall called the Jets. Um, Seattle at Sam Fran minus ten and a half, biggest spread on the board. The nope, I take played. that back. It is not the biggest spread on Best the board. Best game of the week besides Sunday Night Football. Is this right the here. first time they played. This is the second time, isn't it? God, I did want to look that up before this. I think I remember the game actually, but doesn't it matter. This is an obvious pick. Who's up first? Hey, right, give me Seahawks. Give me that plus ten and a half. You're going to keep it close. Niners have been running on fumes after the Philly game. Everybody's questionable on their team. I think they win at home, but no way they cover the 10 and a half. Give me Seattle. God damn it. I'm going on an island. I was going to go Seattle. But 10 and a half is crazy. That's yeah, it crazy. is. They'll, they'll win by 10. Watch. Uh, Minnesota at Las Vegas. Plus three, Las Vegas. What's Eddie? <laughs> Eddie bad. just went, too. <laughs> oh, my bad. Oh, it is? Sorry, that was the accent. What do we got? Minnesota. What's the spread? Plus three, Vegas. Plus three, Vegas. At, at Vegas. Vegas. Oh, yeah. Look at I know everyone's got this weird affinity for Minnesota. They don't even know what they're consisting as that quarterback. Justin Jefferson may or may not play. And Harrison Smith is unhealthy either at safety, who is their main defensive player. Neither is Daniel Hunter. I think a home dog plus three is pretty obvious pick. Give me the Raiders. Uh, shit, sorry. I am writing in the wrong. I will I'll join you. trying to go against you as much as I can just to give myself a chance, but I like Vegas. I don't like this one. Eddie Island. This is, this is like one of the tougher one. games I agree. to pick for sure. Give me the Island. Give me the Vikings. Like what do we got? Denver at Chargers minus two and a half this is for the second Chargers. toughest game to pick uh, of the week. We've I got am, two in a row. That means I am up. And uh, I mean, dude, Chargers only scored six points last week. Denver couldn't, you know, three picks for Russell. I think Wilson, the 
the Danger Witch uh, cleans it up a little bit, has a better game, and I will take Denver with the points. I think people forget about yeah. last week. Two of Russell Wilson's interceptions were tipped. Yeah, well. Those aren't true misreads. Not the one in the Still red zone. Herbert, I know, on the, the one in the red zone was the real one. Yeah, well, Justin Herbert saw on the other side against the Chargers. Keenan Allen had yeah. Oh, yeah. shit, I was picking for fantasy. I defend I Russell it. Wilson because I do like Russell Wilson, but the Chargers at home lane less than field goal yeah. than the Chargers. Who would you pick, Eddie? Chargers. I'll stay on the island, but I did forget I was picking for fantasy, and I have Herbert. <laughs> Strictly for fantasy. <laughs> but Buffalo Monday at night. Kansas City, minus one and a half. This is a low-key good game. It yes, is. it is. Is, this, this is, it me? is it me first? Yeah. Jeez. Can I go first? <laughs> yeah, you can. Go ahead. No, you, no we'll <laughs> keep the order. I'm going to go a little bit. I wish I was going first on this one. Uh not in love with Kansas City this year. I'm Mahomes and Kelsey in fantasy, plus I watched most of their games. They've been winning a lot more on opponents' mistakes. A little bit trying to press, trying to outscore Kansas City, forcing unnecessary turnovers. I think the Bills get right. Give me the Bills plus one and a half. I mean, Kansas City coming off a loss. I got to take Kansas City and Rasheed Rice. You just said it. They... they... Take, they have uh, been winning games because of other teams' mistakes. Turnovers, yes. yeah, because they're pressing. Who's been making keep... the most turnovers all year? The Josh Bills. Allen. And that's why he rectifies it. Give me the Chiefs. Yep, give me the Bills. Love that. Right. That's my favorite. You both that's are my, Chiefs. That's the, that's the most. No, 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 no. It's not my favorite line of the week. It's my favorite bet between yeah. us three uh, because you two are on the other side. Yeah. No, no, no. This one, uh, I'm up first wow. for this one. I'm not happy about it. Philly at Dallas, minus three and a half. Easy one. I mean, Philly coming off a huge loss, but Dallas is a juggernaut at home. And Dak and C.D. Lamb on my fantasy. Go Dallas. Remember, you're laying three and a half. Oh, well. There's a lot. They lose a lot of close. They win a lot of close games, actually. So Who? Philly? Philly. Oh, yeah. They won multiple games. By now they won close, most, but they lost big. Most winning teams in the NFL do, though. That's, that's a, true. That's a very that's generic true. statement. Okay. Not Dallas at home. No, that's not. But he was talking about Philly. Yeah, yeah, give me Philly. I haven't used this yet, and I was saving it for this game. Give me the Eagles by a mile. <laughs> I don't three and a half. I'm getting three and a half. Mm. Please, Philly wins by ten plus. Tennessee, Dak plays for his MVP. Two Monday night games. Tennessee at Miami. Yeah, Mi- oh, yeah. How do you guys feel about two Monday night games? Love it. I All wish right. they did it w- way more often. There no, should be. Full slate. There That's should be two Thursdays, it. two Mondays. They need to spread the games out more. All right. Tennessee at Miami, minus 13 and a half. The biggest spread of the week. Miami kills lose- teams with losing records. Give me Miami. I like it. Matthew? Reluctantly give me Tennessee. It's hard for me to bet thir- minus 13. This is where you always catch me. <laughs> These Monday night games. Week to week. Don't go bring it. Um, it's home. I've tried to bet the opposite team of Miami with these big numbers. 
over and over again. I know. I mean, this will be the time Tennessee hits. Guarantee it. <laughs> Bet Damn Tennessee. John, get out of his side. John, Miami. I, I have bet against Miami with their big spreads, and I lose. I've lost every time. Who they? Yeah, you guys lost last them last week. week. Commanders. Yeah. I was on an island with that one. I'll tell you this. It's got at least one week finally come. That's why I took. Oh, it'll be this one. It'll be this one for sure. I'll probably bet. Packers Giants. Plus what six a and a half. Giants. Oh my gosh. Sean, uh, did you just go first? No, I just second. went first. Yeah. yeah. First, fuck. Green Bay's playing good. Can't keep it up. Giants are at home. I'm getting six and a half. Give me the Giants. Green uh, Bay might win, but they're not going to be number one touchdown. I will join oh, you on that one. With what? Giants? Oh, yeah, no, with the fucking other one. Jeez. Jeez. I gotta do it. Take give me the Giants. I don't I don't see them winning by a touchdown. So we're all on Giants there? Yeah. But at least it's you know, there's another game going on at the same time where we differ. Real quick before we close it, the two Monday night games, yes or no? I'm a yes. Oh yeah, yes. Yeah, Sean. Yes. I mean I are they both on cable? Yeah. Yeah. No, okay, no. then I don't mind it at all. Yeah. No, because I I'll have them both on at the same time. Oh, yeah, but they're the same exact start. I just hope, like, you yeah. know, one's going a little bit slower gameplay, so one's on halftime so I can yeah, tune I into the other one. Yeah, I wish there were more of, like, well, a, I wish one was a 7 o'clock start and then 8.15 start. Miami's Even if it was a 15-minute difference, man. So. And zero. All, All right, right, boys. Let yeah. me, uh, no, I always like to end it. The picks, I'm dominating. Let me know what you want in the comments. I might, I think I'm doing Yellow Missouri, but... Want to just say, if anyone has listened to a millisecond of this, I appreciate you. We do this for fun. These are my dogs. My dogs for life. We love sports. We love people. Remember my girl triangle if you're around the age of 30. You don't get all three. So If you find all three at this age, bruh, I might have to make it a square because there's got to be a fourth. Yep. Love y'all. Peace out. If she's hot and single, she's insane. (laughs) Peace out. Love y'all.